0: Warning, the following podcast contains violent scenes that may be unsettling to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. In the grim darkness of the far future,
1: Rogue Trader Lord Horst Fox has received his warrant of trade and has set out for the Halo Stars, with his elite crew members on a mission to steal the lorem ipsum from the hands of other less-deserving Rogue Traders. Join us, with Becca playing Sneak Gitripa the Orc, Chris playing Lord Horst Fox the Rogue Trader, Tillman playing Lady Ferasda Ilya Zivostroya the Iron Lady, and Slavik as Game Master. If you'd like to reach us, you can reach us on Twitter at Twin underscore Cities underscore VTN, or on Facebook and Discord at Twin Cities by Night. Or if you would like to support our podcast, you can find us on Patreon at Twin Cities by Night. We hope you enjoy. It is the fir- 41st millennium. For more than a 100 centuries the emperor has sat immobile on the golden throne of Earth. He is the master of mankind, by the will of the gods, and master of a million worlds, by the might of his inexhaustible armies. He is a rotting carcass, writhing invisibly with power from the dark age of technology. He is the carrion lord of the imperium, for whom a thousand souls are sacrificed every day, so that he may never truly die. Be a man in such times is to be one amongst untold billions. It is to live in the cruelest and most bloody regime imaginable. These are the tales of those times. Forget the power of technology and science, for so much has been forgotten, never to be relearned. Forget the promise of progress and understanding, for in the grim, dark future, there is only war. There is no peace amongst the stars, only an eternity, carnage and slaughter, and the laughter of thirsting gods. All right, let's get ready for a little one-shot here. You arrive aboard your Raider, which is a spaceship. It's quite light as far as spaceships go, but... It's not like you could really afford something more expensive right now. The sneaking suspicion arrives at Footfall after a long stint in the warp. Only mildly battered after passing through the maw of the Koronis Passage, you feel that the ship's crew is in good spirits and are ready for a new venture beyond Imperial space. As you arrive in Footfall, the first thing you notice is the massive statue of the god-emperor dozens of kilometers high, staring off into the void at planets that will one day belong to him. The unnatural light of Fribundus, the system's sun, seems to be reflected in the void shield projected by the statue. Now, right now, you're arriving at your little... Oh, well, at at the space station. Are there any orders you wish to be done, Lord Fox, our rogue trader? You're currently on the bridge of the ship... You have some other people there, you know, uh, there's probably a psyker, some communications officers, Sneak's there, Lady Ferris is also there, as you've already briefed them on your plan.
0: Hello. <laughs> <laughs> All right. can, I, can I describe what my character looks like real quick? Go for it. All right. Go for it. Yes, my character's name is Lord Horst Fox. He's about six foot two, uh, dark hair, has a dark goatee. His hair is like neatly cut. Doesn't really touch his ears or anything. His goatee is well trimmed, but he has like salt and pepper goatee. It has some gray hair in there. He has steely gray eyes, and his uniform he wears is kind of a black one with white, kind of like white stripes that go down his slacks. It's a uniform. Like, he has like different awards from his time in the uh, when he was part of the Naval Service. And he usually kind of uh, he has uh, sharp features, kind of olive color skin, has kind of a sharp nose also. And he's looking out. And uh, what was the original question? What, you know, what if I do? I have anything I want. To... <laughs> and do you have any orders for the yeah. crew? And we just arrived at the space station, right? I'm gonna.
1: Yeah, it's it's it's. I'll describe it. Uh, I can describe it right now. Mm-hmm. Footfall is not a planet, but it's not really completely a space station. It's not completely man made. It's a series of land masses held together by void chains and gravitational fields. Its spires jut out at odd angles and are only connected by tunnels, fog bridges, and a series of landing sites for aerial transport for those who can afford it. Here, religious zealots live side by side with assassins, fugitives, thieves, and worse. In the shadows, the agents of the Imperium stalk footfall, and there are rumors of inquisitorial acolytes
0: hunting their prey. So, so this isn't a good spa- uh, spot. And I take I'm just
2: stopping. Uh, here the here.
1: entire region of space you are is not a good spot. Oh, Jesus. So what am I doing? This, is, re- this is the relatively civilized spot. Oh, wow. Are we just here to get re, like, re-supplied? No, you are here for a very good reason. Oh, well, why am I here? You heard that there is an auction to be held here at Footfall. It's going to happen very soon. And you know that there are several other much more powerful, much more wealthy rogue traders who will be at the auction vying for this artifact or rather this ancient text. You heard it even dates to the days of old Terra some 38 millennia ago, maybe.
0: I'm going to look at my number two. I take it I have like a co-captain or whatever in the area. I'm going to look at him. What's
1: his name? I'm going to say that it's Lady Ferris
0: is your first mate. Oh, Lady Ferris. For simplicities, All right. L- Lady V, tell the troops to start preventive maintenance. Yeah. Please describe Lady Ferris for us. <laughs> right.
3: So, Lady Ferris D. Ilya Z. Vostroya is mostly machine parts. There is probably some uh, flesh left over. I don't think it is her arms or her face or anything vital, really. I have here that her bionic augmentations are sleek and have a pleasing appearance compared to the standard bionic of the Adaptus Mechanicus. I didn't write that. <laughs> but I like it. So, yeah, she's a lady like robot and she has big guns, like literally.
0: Lady V, make sure that the preventive maintenance is started. I don't want any of the crew to go off ship. We need to be ready to leave if we upset any of these people once we win the auction. Make sure supplies are all stocked make sure our uh, we have armed guards right we have some. oh you of, already know you're now winning the auction but you're still here for the text <laughs> we're still here for the t- uh, oh yeah definitely be ready to leave it wink short notice. yeah be ready to leave at short notice especially knowing what we plan to do i look at sneak. sneak is that his name sneak yes sneak our armed sentries ready in case we run into any resistance once we leave
4: the boys be ready
0: Excellent, excellent. Relay my orders, Lady V. We'll be leaving in 15 minutes.
3: Understood, Captain. And she like yells out in a really shrieking loud robot voice. Men, gather supplies, start maintenance. I want the ship ready as soon as possible. We're not staying long. And she just (laughs) yells out orders for like a minute and a half and uh, uses her uh, much more convincing robot voice for that.
1: Yeah, well, the bridge starts buzzing with life as everyone realizes that they have shit to do. And some of them probably ch- thought they were getting some extra shore leave, but
0: <laughs> apparently not. Not at all. <laughs> so, this information that we have on this artifact, what do we know about this artifact? You know, it's something called the lorem ipsum. Never heard of such a thing. So this is a text, ancient text. What what is? What benefits would this give me and my crew if I was to get
1: it? Well, uh, the prestige of having it, of course, of which course. is the most important thing for
0: a rogue trader. Being indeed. better than other people. Have you not seen my uniform? Yes, indeed. So... What are our plans then to get gathered? Do we have any kind of insider who could perhaps lead us to it, so we can? You have several leads.
1: You have some contacts in the local criminal underworld from the Amaro family. They might help you find and sneak into the vault where it's where the text is held. You're also aware of imperial agents acting on footfall. These Imperial agents might know some dirt on the local magistrates and might help you get into the auction if you want to steal it right during the auction. Or you could contact the Mechanicus, which probably seems to have information about the vault as people from their order would be maintaining it.
0: We have three options. I need your opinions, both of you. One is we can talk to the Emerald family. See if maybe they'd get their hands dirty with us and show us the way into the vaults. I could try to use my family's prestige and my reputation for the navy to talk to imperial agents. See if maybe I can get information from there. Or we can talk to the mechanics, which I really do not feel comfortable. Maybe one of you two do. No, no. So that is a non-option. That leaves us with the first two. What do you think, Sneak? This is what Sneak hears. Sneak.
2: Oh, yeah, lads. Looks like we're gonna have to find some of that texty thingy. Ah, uh, it's a real shiny bit. We can see if some of them corrupt boys got it. They could have us sneak into that vault, or maybe maybe some of them social boys. They's all got these fancy parties. They could get us in, or maybe one of the meg boys could help us. You want you want to
0: explain why she why sneak hears that like that? Yes,
1: <laughs> uh, sneak is an orc. But Sneak is an orc with a helmet that makes him perceive other humans as orcs.
4: Thank God there's a translator on that. (laughs) Because I'm sitting here being like, uh, how am I going to, like, how do I figure this out? That really helps. Thank you. Yeah, so Sneak's a large orc hulking figure who has a ridiculous helmet on, Had you know, that typical, like, yeah, eyepiece that comes down and it's like red and, you know, helps. So, And then little horns kind of coming off the side. And he's dressed in camo armor that does not match any kind of environment that we're in, but somehow helps him be more sneaky. So sneak is just, you're very straightforward. So sneak, here's this. Okay, hey, Captain, we should sneak. No talk.
0: Definitely. So then I think that we will be talking to the Emerald family. So let's get this going. As I walk by, I'm just kind of trying to read the vibe of the our crew as we walk out. Can we bring like an armed sentry with us? Or are we, were we just planning to go uh, us three? Oh, yeah. Just you three. That's just how okay. Rope Trader works. It's like Star Trek <laughs> no. where they go on the Exactly. On it's own.
1: exactly like Star Trek. Okay, it makes it. absolutely zero sense. I mean, you could just send
0: 5,000 people, you know, <laughs> whatever. But yeah, okay. that just wouldn't be fun. I go to the lookout on number three, whomever it is. I'm like, you're in charge of the duck. And I'm like, Start heading out with sneak and lady V. All right. You decide
1: to take the Aquila lander. And after clearing all the bureaucracy and such, you land in one of the less savory parts of <laughs> footfall. You can sort of smell the recycled air in the habitat. And it's it's quite disgusting, and you're not really used to these places, at least Lady Ferez and Lord Horst, as you had a more refined upbringing. Although, I suppose from the times spent aboard various spaceships, you might have gotten used to it as well. But this is some next-level bad recycling systems. Like, footfall is not maintained well. You're sure of that. The architecture here is very jagged like many of the buildings seem to have jagged edges spikes and seem actively hostile towards you as if they're you as if the architecture itself is telling you to stay out as you sort sort of start making your way towards the holdings of the Mro family you start smelling a sickly sweet smell of what you assume are narcotics being manufactured, which is what the
0: Amaro family deals in. How high I've fallen! I just say as we walk towards her, and of course I've taken off my war. I'm not wearing my like uniform. I'm in our indiscreet clothes. I'm probably just wearing like all black or something like that at this point. <laughs> A trench coat? <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> no. <I'm just> <laughs> Do they have trench coats 40 millennia in the future? I'm sure they do, along uh, with... This yeah, of
1: cu- uh, definitely they do. Uh, the death core of Creek have trench coats.
0: Yeah, with this ancestral katana that has survived 40 millennia. <laughs> is this is vampire. It's
1: it's okay to have trench coats and katanas here.
0: Yeah, for sure. <laughs> All
1: so, right. And you make your way to a quite a... It looks pretty run down from the outside, but outside... you. And outside of the building, next to the doors, you see two armed guards with what you assume are auto weapons. Think normal, solid projectile weapons. Do I have a specific name of someone from this family that I... Yes, substitute? you are aware of the head of the fam- family, which is Macarius Moreau, and also Carlos Amaro and Persephone Amaro, which you both, which are your contacts in the family itself they're not really
0: at the top of the organization but they're up there i walk up to the guards trying not to show any kind of like i'm intimidated by all by any and i'm trying to like form up all that military regal leadership i have and i'm be like i need to speak to carlos please carlos yeah who are you i stop for a second like i looked disgusted he even asked me <laughs> i'm like I'm Lord. Know your place. Yeah, this Lord. is Lord Fox. <laughs> I just like let her speak on my behalf. We have this, like, yeah, what she said.
1: Uh, hmm, let me roll something. Oh, God. Frenzy! <laughs> this isn't vampire, uh, though you can use combat drugs to frenzy here. Come on, botch. <laughs> Never heard of him.
0: Well, now I stand before you. And I'll tell you this, lad. If you do not go get Carlo right now, or even McCarnian. And tell them that Lord Horse Fox is here. I will not be responsible for what happens to you when they find out.
4: And Arr. behind him, like Sneak just kind of comes up, almost towering, looking down at the at the boys, kind of cracking his knuckles.
1: Sneak, roll me an intimidate, bro.
0: Do I look like a red shirt to you, goddammit? <laughs> uh,
4: I don't think it worked. I got a sixty one, I think. Or um seventy five out of sixty one. Yeah. So. One degree of
2: failure. Bloody hell! What the hell is that thing? Must be one of
0: those fucking mutants. Hold your tongue. Now it's my turn. Can I use intimidate? try to roll.
1: It? Yeah, I mean you can, but you, I forgot to give you the skill. Let's no, just say you have it. it.
0: Oh, okay. Uh let me see here. I got uh. Now
1: nah, j- just roll it. It's fine.
0: Okay, okay so I got to roll uh S or intimidate. That's strength. Yeah. Huh? That's weird. Uh, uh, I, I would
1: also. Uh, I'll allow you to use fellowship in this case. I don't think Lord Fox actually, intimidates anyone with his muscles. Can I try muscles. something
0: else? Can I try something else? I got charm. Uh
1: yes. Can I try to yes. charm them? Okay, let me roll. Well, charm. Yes, but you'll have to change what you're actually trying to
0: say. Yeah, I will. I'll, I'll yeah. I'll change it. Uh, charm, fellowship. Uh, that's plus 20 on fellowship, and my fellowship is 59, so that's 79. Let's see if okay. I got the Becca curse here. Let me go ahead and try this out here. Nope, I made it. So I don't know the varying degrees that is, but I got 36 uh, out of 79. I believe
1: it's three
0: degrees of success. Okay. What I'm going to do is listen, Nod. I understand your confusion and how this is very abrupt. I come from a family of prestige and accolades in the Navy. I'm here humbly standing before you to speak. Ricardo which should tell you that this is important if I'm here doing this I simply ask if you go turn around and go through those doors and let him know I am here and trust me once he finds out I am here he'll probably be very happy with you uh
2: this sounds too
1: complex for me why don't you go ahead and come on in
0: my associates are free to go in with me yes
1: uh sure but we'll be keeping an eye on you
0: yes I'm very sure you, you not i just like, is everyone dumb in 401 401- or in fucking 40k? Like, uh, I no, say-
1: these people have the equivalent of, I don't know, elementary school education. Oh, wow. That's crazy. These people man. are dumb as hell. Like the <laughs> common peasants. You have to realize that you're like 12 social classes above this person. Oh, wow.
0: Man, what am I doing here? What the fuck am I, doing? I should be in the ship having you guys do this. <laughs> so I uh, walk in through the doors with my two to shipmates.
1: And inside, you see uh, quite, it looks larger on the inside, the building you're in, and it doesn't look quite as run down as on the outside. It's more like a hidden facade. And there you sort of smell sweat, low sticks, which are the 40k equivalent of cigarettes, and you hear cheering as coming from a pit down below, and you see people shouting and throwing money in the in the air and probably betting on something and you're not quite close enough to see what but you're quite sure it's fights of some kind or another
0: i'm gonna out of character i'm gonna ask a question of of sneak and lady v do you guys have any skills that could help us in a situation like this make an impression like something to the effect of like can we see like an underdog fighter who may be fighting that we could maybe like get on the ends and look like we know what we're doing by betting on them or Are you good at numbers or reading somebody or you know what I mean? Any kind of situation that can kind of make Uh, it to where Technically Go ahead. Sneak ass
1: common lore war, actually. So Okay, what what is that? That could be used to let's say gauge a fighter's strength. I'd be fine with that okay
4: oh okay so i'm actually you i i was just thinking it's like yeah i would get in there and fight Duh. oh no no, no, no. Well, you no, can I also don't...
1: do that i'd be fine yeah. with that honestly as
0: well i mean if you want to i just want to do something to make an impression on the individual we're gonna be trying to make a deal with you know what i mean if it's like any kind of like analytical shit i don't know lady v if that's the kind of computer shit you got or if it's like your knowledge do they have like a board with the matches that are coming up or anything to that extent or like something we could bet on that's coming up or even like the current one <laughs> Like yeah, under-
1: there is actually a board there, and there's a variety of fighters. From, you don't recognize any of the names. They don't seem to be famous outside of
0: footfall. Sneak, can you look at these names here and see if there's perhaps any underdog that you know might do well against our opponent, so we can maybe leave a good impression, open some doors? What you hear, Sneak, is, oh, yeah, get,
3: find some of that, some, find one boy that'll crump them good. Lady Ferris oh. turns to Lord Fox, like whispering, Can Sneak read? You'd
1: be
0: surprised. Lady. You'd uh, be surprised. S-
3: sneak
1: is not actually. Uh, I assume Sneak can read vaguely, slowly, like letter by letter.
4: I think I have low Gothic, but I don't know. Yeah, you, have the, you,
1: you speak the language, but you don't have literacy. Gotcha. Correctly.
4: Oi, Captain. And Sneak will go over to the pits and not looking at the board just kind of look around to see who is actually there that looks like they're going to get into a fight and or is prepping for it and is looking for the biggest most stompiest one
1: all right i'll let you roll <laughs> it's really funny what, because these can I letters, interject?
0: Um, we're trying to find yes. like an underdog that's what we're trying to find an underdog you know someone who like people aren't going to think it's supposed to win, but who you know is tougher. You know what I mean? So we can... Does that make sense? So we're not exactly looking for the biggest one. We're looking for someone who, like, is going to upset who they're going against.
1: All right. So you have both common lore orcs and war, which I think both apply. So I'm just going to let you roll that test at a plus 30, which is 57 or under for you.
4: One degree of success.
1: All right. You see a man. He seems quite older. The bets seem to be against him or rather the odds seem to be against him but you sort of use your commando senses of perception and to gauge an opponent's strength which for orcs is everything right the bigger and stronger someone is that means he's your boss if he's weaker you get to bully him you get to beat him up so it's very important for orcs to know this and you see that the way he walks, you know, and the way he talks to, th- to the people around him, he seems to know his way around. And you sort of feel like a hidden malice coming from out of him. And you feel like he's going up against this strong, muscly Ogryn. Ogren's basically like an ogre, but in 40k, for those who don't know. And he doesn't seem to flinch. He doesn't seem to be scared at all.
4: Oi, boss. There's... There's a Gretchen there. Got surprising gumph to him.
0: Thank you, Sneak. Again, you do not let me down. Good job. Lady V, how many funds do we have that we can bet a wager against currently in our coffers?
3: I would tell you if I knew. <laughs> I don't know. God, damn probably. It, number two.
0: <laughs> I mean, uh, the people
1: usually hear that petty cash and even things that for them would be like, I don't know, the millions of dollars for you would be petty cash for you you're you're a rogue trader
0: you could buy this whole place if you really wanted to lady v i want you to go find a bookie and i want you to bet a very substantial amount that will drop people's jaws when they see us betting on this underdog yes understood very well and as she goes and does that i'm going to look in the crowd and see if i can see carlo around or any one of my contacts not going to try to reach out to them but simply acting like i'm enjoying the festivities here not trying to look too eager
1: all right uh are you also drinking alcohol or enjoying yourself i'm on the job you have a plus 20 to carouse so actually it's very hard to get you drunk (laughs) like literally almost impossible
0: (laughs) well then why not let's have a drink (laughs) because i'm probably an alcoholic too (laughs) i probably have a little flask and i pull it out and i like take a Swig and I hand it to Sneak. Meanwhile, uh,
3: Lady Vostroya takes her purse, (laughs) grabs like a fistful of money, uh, way more than anyone in the room probably has, or uh, all of them combined, like yells out in robot voice again, I bet on the old guy. (laughs) Uh,
1: The bookie is sort of like, oh, come here, come here. He's sort of staring at that money you have in your hand. Oh, what's a Thing like you doing here in the slums.
3: Uh, who are we looking for again?
0: Con- uh, uh, Carlos, I think. Yeah, Carlo. Carlo is my contact. But we're not trying to look too eager. We're trying to simply make our presence known on TV. This is my voice in your head talking to you right now. <laughs> looking for
3: Carlo, but while well, a little bit never heard anyone. <laughs> well, I don't know about a Carlo, but... I oh, can do with
1: bets. He sort of takes the money. He sort of gives you like a paper.
0: And uh, do you guys want to watch the fight or? Of course, why not? It's my money on there. You think money is free, Jim? Money is not free. <laughs> Sneak
4: always wants to see people get crumped.
0: We want to look like our, our mission is to look like we are here partaking, even though I'm going to be watching the crowd too and see if anyone's looking at me during this fight.
3: By the way, I'm unskilled in gambling. that's
1: okay because this this is the odds are rigged against it this isn't really gambling this is sneak i don't know telling you who's gonna win (laughs) (laughs) or who's likely to win
4: it's my orky sense
0: orky sense i love that
1: (laughs) all right no one seems to mind the orc in the room for some reason Uh, he seems almost to blend in with the surroundings Even you sometimes have trouble sometimes looking at Sneak. You just sort of overlook him. You know, he's two and a half meters tall, but still he's like, like like he's not there. Hmm. Anywho, you see the fighter whose name is Alex from what you've heard or rather what you see on the board fight Ogrin, whose name is Slash. Ogrins don't really have complicated names. They don't really understand them. They're not very smart. And the fight's over pretty quick. The old guy, at first, you know, everyone's like cheering. out, like, oh, this is going to be a filler fight. It's not even going to be funny. He's just going to get his back snapped. And then he dodges the Ogryn, dodges him again. And, you know, you can see the Ogryn getting angry. And there's like a pump. It's just pumping something into the Ogryn. Probably a mixture of combat drugs, maybe friends on an onslaught. And uh, the ogre's eyes, the ogre's eyes, just go red. And he charges the man. And the man dodges it. And then you see, uh, Lady Ferez, roll me a tech use test, but instead of intelligence, use perception.
3: Okay. Perception is 35, but I have plus 20 on tech use, I think. So I roll against 55? Exactly. I don't make it. And I think that's three degrees of Um, failure.
1: Yeah, that's not a big deal. By the way, I wanted to tell you guys: usually this game has what we call fate points, which are points you can use to reroll things. Now, since this is a one-shot and fate points can also be used to save you from death, I didn't want to give you any, but I don't want to take away your rerolls. So I'll say you, as a group, have five rerolls that you can use during this one-shot.
0: Go for it, Lutiv. Roll again. Ready? You want me to? Why not? You only live once in a one shot, Lady V.
4: Okay. <laughs> Says you, Sneak is eternal.
0: <laughs> sneak is <it> forever, see. <laughs> Ooh, I make it. I
3: have a 10.
1: Pretty sure this man is someone from the Mechanicus as you feel an invisible field envelop him just as he attacks the Ogryn. And it seems like he steals part of the motive force, the Ogryn, with some of his implants. And. The ogren just falls over. What, you, uh, what the others see is that the guy dodges. He sort of lightly taps him uh, in where some of his vital organs are, and he dies. What you see with your implants is basically a massive field coming from the ogren into the person. It's like he sucked out all the e- electricity in his brain from his body with some strange implant. Huh. You you heard that the electro-priests of the Adeptus Mechanicus can sometimes do that, but those look fairly different than an old man in what looks like a
0: fighting pit. The crowd goes wild. Immediately when the crowd goes wild, I'm scanning the crowd to see if anyone's looking at us instead of the match.
1: All right. You know what? I'm just going to give this to you. You notice that one of the guards, which, are, which is... Who is near a staircase is sort of scanning, scanning for you, and you kind of feel like his eyes linger at you. I'm looking right back at him, I'm
0: and smiling. he sort of he sort of beckons you to come. And mm, dude, and I go look at Lady V. I'm like, and Lady V, sneak. Looks like we have attracted the attention we want. Let's go. The old man. Yes, has some
3: peculiar technology on him also i need to collect my
0: win we can get the winnings after we speak to carlo i'm sure they'll be standard
3: sure
4: see boss told you gretchen was good
0: yes you have Do did not let me down
2: oh hello again folks i'd like to tell you about the facebook group we run called white wolf and onyx path rpgs gameplay and media to see you there.